Gas, Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is rated 8 o'clock. Armando Baycott scored 17 points and had 13 rebounds for North Carolina as the Tar Heels beat 22nd-ranked Virginia Tech 81-73 in the ACC quarterfinals. Justin Mutt scored a season-high 25 points for the Hokies, who are playing just their first game since February 27th after having their last two regular season contests canceled due to contact tracing. Earlier in the day, Virginia got a three-pointer from Reese Beekman. Yes, that Reese Beekman. He hit one at the buzzer to help the Cavaliers move on with a 72-69 win over Syracuse. The Hoos were led by Sam Hauser, who scored 21 points, one of four players in double figures. The Cavs will play Georgia Tech this evening at 6.30. You'll get both of tonight's ACC semifinal games on 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM beginning at 6, while you'll catch the Big East semifinals starting at 6.15 on 102.7 ESPN. We'll have a pair of Big Ten championship semifinal games starting this morning at 11.15 on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Buzz Anthony scored 20 points for Randolph-Macon to help the Jackets win the ODAC championship by a final score of 70-62 over Lynchburg. He was one of three players to score in double figures for RMC, which has now won back-to-back conference titles for the first time since the 90-91 season. Their season isn't over yet. They'll play 17-0 trying at home Sunday afternoon at 2.30. The Richmond women's basketball team advanced to the A-10 quarterfinals at the Siegel Center with a 58-54 win over George Washington at overtime. The Spiders will play the number 3 seed St. Louis tonight starting at 8 o'clock. It is the Players' Championship. Round two is underway right now with Sergio Garcia in the lead. He is at 7-under. He doesn't tee off again until this afternoon at 1 o'clock. Close to him, though, on the leaderboard is UVA's Denny McCarthy. He's currently one shot under uh, par so far on his Friday round, 4-under overall. Bryant Hartman right now sits at 6-under. Meanwhile, VCU's Lanto Griffin is 1-over. He tees off this afternoon at 133. Brett Kozlowski's on the pole for Sunday's Cup Series race at Phoenix. Chesterfield native Denny Hamlin will start one row back in third. A check of your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning and happy Friday. We'll have plenty of clouds today with a few spotty showers throughout the day. Highs in the lower 70s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. Weather's brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for rebates or low payments on a new Linux home comforter system. Call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 802. Mitchell Bradley on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Experience amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has everything you need to be organized and productive, like home office furniture, the latest tech, and organization supplies, all at amazing prices. Get a fresh start with big savings from Staples. Huddle up. Listen up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Let's go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. Here's, here's Kihei Clark takes the inbound pass. He's on the left wing. We'll give it now to Hauser. Five seconds left. Hauser passes to Clark. Clark feeds it off. Here's a three-pointer from Beekman for the win, and he hits it! The freshman, his first points of the game, and they come through as the winner at the horn! 72-69! to 69. The Cavaliers have struck again here in the ACC Tournament. Great call by Dave Kane on the UVA Sports Network. Look, we all agree that is the perfect definition of a dagger, right? Good morning, Bob Black here, Sean Robertson there, right, Sean? That's the perfect definition, dagger. But here is my more important question, my friend. Okay. Is that a dagger to the heart of Jim Beheim in Syracuse, or is that a dagger that just missed the heart and the patient is still alive and kicking. This is important to me, Sean. You know that. I would go with the latter. Oh, I think. I thank think. You. I think they get in. I think they get in. I, I really do too. Do. I think they. Here's my deal. I know some people don't like the eye test. You know, they think yeah. that's a bad phrase. And at the end of the day, it all matters is winning and losing. And I agree to that to a degree, but. I do think they've passed the eye test on what they did at the end of the season and in the ACC tournament and took the defending national champions and number one seed down to the last shot yep. of the game. I agree with you. I think it's a dagger that just missed the heart, and it's heartbroken right now for Syracuse, but I do think they're going to survive this, and they're going to be in the NCAA tournament, and then 
What a shot by Beekman, the freshman, as Dave Kane pointed out, his only points of the game to win it. And you know what, Sean? It looked like they knew what they were doing, like they had been there before. Yeah. And you know what? They have been there before. So that was a great shot and a great ACC tournament game. I saw a stat yesterday after the game. They're on a seven-game postseason streak, which yep. is, like, phenomenal, dating mm-hmm. back to the national championship win. But five of those wins, or the last five or something like that, were by three – it was like three, one, five. It was like by less than eight points. And two went into overtime. Yeah. Of course, the, the national semifinal against – I'm sorry, the national title game against Auburn. The, the Purdue uh, game, right? The Purdue game that I was there in, in, uh, in Louisville. Mm-hmm. But it was like, yeah, three, five, eight, one, three, something like that. It was like crazy how close those games were. Two went into overtime, and yet they found a way to to win those games. When, when you know, in, in, in close, you know, one possession type games. It's a credit to that staff, Tony Bennett, Jason Williford, and the players as well. Guys been there, done that. They don't seem razz, razzle, phased, whatever adjective you wanted to use in that situation. And they, uh, it seemed like they relished those type of uh, situations too. Well, look, if that was the definition of dagger, I would say what you just described is definition of champion. You yeah. know how to win those games at the end. Sure, do they want a 20-point blowout somewhere? Yeah, hopefully when they get the 16 seed or 15 seed or whatever they're going to get this year. I guess it won't be the 16. Probably a 13. They're not going to be a number one, right, yeah. and probably not a number two. But whatever they get, you want a 20-point win to get the tournament started. That would be great. But to me, that's the definition of a champion right there. And the players change, right? The, the key three mm-hmm. guys, pardon the expression key, four guys, on the UVA team that won the national championship aren't there anymore. But some of those supporting role guys are, and they understand the moment. The moment is not too big for those guys. Even for a freshman like Beekman, it rubs off on you during the course of the year. When you see the banner in your gym, when you hear what your coaches are saying, when you see the way the other players handle themselves, it all rubs off. That was not luck last night by UVA. That was a team that had been there done that and now they get a chance to been there and do it again and, and Kihei didn't seem phased that he had to go to a freshman Mm-mm, you know the play it almost looked like the play was designed to go to Beekman mm-hmm. you know it was a, it was a you know quick move to the basket he went directly to Beekman it was no hesitation to get the ball to him wide open and I mean he looked very very smooth and this is a guy that shoots about 25 percent from behind the yard shot it in rhythm Shot it with confidence, and I mean, just swish. That that was that was a pretty looking shot by Beekman yesterday to get the win. And it pretty much looked like he knew it was going down too, right? Yeah, he started, yeah. He started running away from his teammates right away and heading back down court. Um, man, what that was a great game. But again, I'm a Syracuse grad. I, I root for the Orange, but I feel pretty good about what I saw yeah. in the ACC tournament in general and in that game specifically. I mean, they're 16-9. and nine. I do think they've got a decent enough resume to be in, and they obviously have a great storyline. If you're CBS and TBS, you certainly want the Jim Beheim, Buddy Beheim story to feature Absolutely. on your pregame show. And he went off again last night for 31, 31. points. Right. Yeah, so, I, I was about to say that. You, you want stars in this type of tournament because you want to you want to have him spotlighted, and a guy like him who can get hot at the right time. I mean, he was rolling twenty seven in the win, and then thirty one against UVA. Like you said, the the father son dynamic. I mean, if you're CBS and and that conglomerate, you you want that. You want that, and I think and I think they're in. Real quick, uh, Bob, I I did pull up the 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 wins mm-hmm. for UVA. They beat Oregon by four in the Sweet 16. They beat Purdue in overtime by five. The Final Four win was by one. The national championship game was eight in overtime. And then yesterday, they went it by three. Those are their last five wins in this postseason streak. That's a total of 21. I think yeah. I was counting and using my fingers as you were rattling those off. That's how many games? Five? Five straight. By 21 by, points. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the yeah. largest margin was eight. In the national title game, and that went into overtime, and that was overtime, right? Yep. Yeah, no, it, it's a, it, you know that's not luck. That that's a team that's been there, done that, 
and knows what they're doing, and now they advance to the ACC semifinals. That was a great game in an ACC tournament that all of mm-hmm. a sudden has gone sideways. You mentioned they want star power on television. Well, there's going to be no Duke. There will probably not be any Michigan State. There's certainly no Kentucky. Nope. So I think you need a Syracuse. In the NCAA. I sure hope Bernadette McGlade and the rest of that selection committee is listening to this show this morning <laughs> as part of their due diligence to pick the field of 68 because I think I've convinced them that Syracuse deserves to be in. Well, I think you, you mentioned it right there. Those blue bloods that would normally be in the tournament probably won't be. Duke has already said, the, uh, the, the AD basically said, the cancellation of their ACC tournament run signified the end of their 2020-2021 season. So let's say, you know, that basically says they're out. We know what Kentucky didn't do this year, so that knocks them out. Do you put Carolina in Oh, yeah, I was just going to get to that, Sean. They are dead set in this thing now. Absolutely. Absolutely. They are are front and center in this thing. And Uh, Kansas has gotten on a run, too. Yeah, that's the other one I was going to mention. Because they both tie Roy Williams together, obviously, with him having coached at Kansas and now at North Carolina. And I'm going to do this right now. I don't even know if the text has come in yet because I haven't even looked. But in that Carolina win over Virginia Tech last night, Armando Baycott, our guy from Trinity, uh, man, did he go off in the second half. It seemed like every time I looked up, he was doing something, 17-13 and 13 last night, and he played through some foul trouble, right? He had four fouls yeah. in the game. Yeah. He played like the guy I saw at Trinity, mm. you know, sophomore, junior year. He, he played like a man on a mission last night. And, and we, we've talked about it, and I don't know if this, is, this has been the thing this year with teams coming off of pauses, but Tech did look a little sluggish. Uh, in the second half, and I don't know if it was partly because of what Baycott and guys in the post did for North Carolina or if those legs got a little heavy, but they just seemed to be a step or two behind Carolina in the second half. And unfortunately, they had to jump into the deep end right after the pause. You go from not playing in like two-plus weeks to, okay, you're playing in the postseason against a team in North Carolina that's kind of gotten hot at the right time. Mm -hmm. I think it was a combination of two things. I think Carolina's front line is really talented and powerful, and Tech didn't have quite enough to match them. But I also think having experienced it, unfortunately, two, two two-and-a-half times with Richmond, it's really difficult to come back. That's why, you know, Richmond and a couple other teams, uh, Davidson did it, I know, scheduled that D3 game before they got back to D1 competition. As kind of painful as it was to go through those games, it was a necessary evil, and it's really difficult to do it. And I think that was part of what happened to Tech last night as well because, I mean, they got worn down in the second yeah. half. They were, what, up three at halftime and, yep. you know, had, had a pretty good handle on things, and I do think they got worn down. But I'm not going to take anything away from Carolina. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. They're, they're 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 playing really really well. I mean, they're eighteen and nine, Sean. They're they got ten ACC wins plus the tournament win. They're they're not only in. I think they're going to get a pretty good seed, as a matter yeah. of fact. Yeah, but it, but it, that is tough if you if you're Virginia Tech. They're going to be in. They're probably going to be maybe a five or a six or something like that. But I guess if you're a Hokie fan, you would have hoped to get at least one game in mm-hmm. before the tournament. Yep. But that's tough when you're playing against a team like Carolina that's rolling at the right time. And like you said, they got that front line that's, that's playing with Garrison Brooks and also Baycott. RJ uh, played really, really well in the second half as, hell, as well, sparking that second-half run, scoring a career-high 19 points. I got one little bone to pick with a website on Armando Baycott, and this is not wrong information. I just wish it wasn't listed like this. So after I saw his game last night, I just wanted to look up a little bit more on him because I knew we'd be talking about him this morning. So I Googled him in high school, mm-hmm. and that uh, 247sports.com website yep. came up that puts profiles up of everybody, yep. and it went right to Armando Baycott. And it lists him as hometown Bradenton, Florida, oh. and high school IMG Academy. Wait which, a minute. It isn't incorrect because that's where he went at the end, right? After yeah. his freshman, sophomore, junior year at Trinity, yeah. transferred to IMG, which is in Bradenton, Florida. But I'm not so sure I want that at the top of his profile page. I would much rather it say Richmond, Virginia, and Trinity, right? And it just it just bugged me a little bit because I'm proud of a guy from here who's doing so well. Well, he didn't – I mean, he didn't grow up in Bradenton, Florida. No, absolutely <laughs> I know, not. I mean, he no. grew up here. He was a three-year starter Yes, at, uh, at Trinity. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, 
at the bottom of the page, yeah. it says Armando Baycott is a power forward from Richmond, Virginia. So at least it gave that. But at the top, you know, with his picture yeah. and all of his vital stats, it lists high school IMG Academy, hometown Bradenton, Florida. I agree. The, the high school part be really hard to argue with. I mean, he did finish there. Yeah. Hometown, you're exactly right. That's not his hometown. They need to change that. They do need to change that. And I, I you credit Coach Hamlin for getting him straight at, at Trinity mm-hmm. and also uh, Henry Coleman. Yep. Who who played uh, well at times at uh, at Duke, and yep. uh, you would you would hope both of those guys. I'm, you know, Coleman's going to come back next year. You hope Baycott comes back uh, next season for UNC, mm-hmm. and that'll yep. be uh, getting that rivalry uh, continue between Carolina and Duke, and those two former Trinity stars going against each other. He's also going to get a commission for our Baycott Burger oh. at Pig and Brew <laughs> Barbecue. <laughs> We wow. want to make that happen, right? They're going to have the NIL. He's going to be able to make a little coin off of this, mm. and we're going to coin the phrase, and we're going to get that on the menu at Pig and Brew Barbecue, the Baycott Burger. What's what's going to be in that? That's going to be the oh, question. Man, that's a good one. I mean, well, bacon has so got to be in it, stuff. right? Well, absolutely. Well, first of all, Sean, you know everything tastes better with bacon. <laughs> absolutely. Right, absolutely. And whoever said it doesn't, they should just <laughs> Forget they even forget they even spoke if they said nothing is good with bacon. Look, I'm going to I'm going uh, to go back. And I'll tell the story about the old uh, coaches cookoff. Oh the yeah, old coaches cookoff. I remember those. All right, yes. so I think it was Mike Rhodes. It might have been. It might have been. Oh, I'm trying to think if it was Will Wade before that or whatever. But we were doing interviews with the two coaches, and I'm going to use Mike because he's coming on this morning. And I'm, <laughs> you know, spoiler alert. And somebody asked, "Well, what are you going to cook?" And Mike was great about it and said something, you know, with veggies and steamed rice, and it'll be it'll be healthy. Blah blah blah. And they go to Chris. Chris, what are you going to cook? And Chris goes, "I'm cooking something with bacon because everything tastes better with bacon <laughs> on it, and I'm going to win this thing." <laughs> Smart man. Smart man. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. Anyway, anyway, all right. So we we get off the beaten path a little bit. Let's get right to that. That is your morning brew, brought to you by Pig and Brew Barbecue, North Carolina style style barbecue, south of the James, thirteen thirteen. Hull Street, Wednesday and Thursday, they're open 1 to 8. Tonight and tomorrow night, Friday and Saturday, they're open 1 to 10. This week's special is the pulled chicken barbecue sandwich smothered in sauce with a side of coleslaw. That's your morning brew brought to you by Pig and Brew Barbecue. Here's what's coming up on the Sports Huddle. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> Opening drive sponsored by Lexus of Richmond and their ongoing invitation to Lexus sales event. It's happening right now through March 31st. Lexus of Richmond, also our proud sponsor of our March Madness coverage, the Atlantic 10. We'll get into that in just a little bit. NCAA tournament coverage as well. Hey, stop by the Lexus dealership there at 9703 Midlothian Turnpike. Visit them online anytime at LexusofRichmond.com. Highlight guest this morning is Mike Rhodes. He's coming up at 830. We'll get a preview of the Atlantic 10 Championship game between St. Bonaventure and VCU. That's Sunday, 1 o'clock. Where can I watch that, Sean Robertson? You can watch it on CBS 6 <laughs> as part of the Selection Sunday coverage. Uh, okay, so that is uh, – I always like to give you those shameless plugs. Uh, and then you'll be on Sunday night to recap the whole thing, right? Man, that's, I, I joked with somebody last night. I was like, God, that's going to be a busy Sunday. But I was like, a year ago at this time, mm-hmm. I would have been begging Absolutely. for Sunday like that. So I'm not complaining at all that it's going to be a, a busy Sunday. But that's what you want. Selection Sunday, you want to see the celebrations with those guys that's worked hard, especially this year, have been in their bubbles almost basically since June – and uh, and a chance to celebrate this accomplishment. So absolutely, can't right. wait for Sunday. Me either. It'll it'll be great. So Mike Rhodes joins us here in about ten minutes or so, and we'll get much deeper into all the college basketball, including Randolph Macon winning another ODAC title, finishing their season to this point unbeaten. And as Josh Merkel tipped us off the last time he was on the air. It's not going to be the last game nope. for Randolph Macon. We'll tell you about that on the other side of traffic as well. And the breaking news of this morning has nothing to do with college basketball. <laughs> NFL news, the Patriots apparently are about to re-sign Cam Newton to come back to New England. So, Sean, that takes another signal caller off the board for your burgundy and gold. I really I thought even last year that they were going to get Newton for a year and kind of be that bridge quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. But New England said, hey, let's keep him for one more year. And, and if you're Newton, you hope 
he's get some t- he'll get some talent surrounding him. He did not look good last year, but that was partly because the talent surrounding him wasn't that good last season. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get a check of traffic. On the other side, uh, Sean, I know you were up there at that game, the uh, Randolph-Macon game. Is that correct? Oh, I, I, I we showed the highlights. They oh, actually played the that game okay. at Lynchburg last night. Oh, it was in Lynchburg. Night. Okay, yep. all right. But let's get a recap of that game next, and it's actually a great lead-in to Mike Rhodes, of course, yes. the former head coach at Randolph-Macon. But let's detail another championship for Randolph-Macon. Got to tip our cap to them. We'll do that on the other side of a traffic check. We're right at 820. Thank you for joining us. Boy, it really is the feel-good Friday edition. <laughs> Thank you. Sean Robertson of CBS 6 of the Sports Hub. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic update sponsored by Staples Stores. In Colonial Heights, police on the scene of Wreck at Woods Edge Road and Ruffin Mill Road. Centralia Road. We're seeing some construction going on here. They're replacing a pipe, a pipe so the road is completely blocked up in both directions between Lost Forest Drive and Chalkley Road. I'm Joe Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Staples has everything you need to be organized and productive like home office furniture, the latest tech, and organization supplies all at amazing prices. Get a fresh start with big savings from Staples. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. You love getting out in this nice weather, and you love listening to us, so why not do both? Exactly. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Hello? Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. All right, I'm already going to stray from what I said we were going to do in this segment, and we will get to randolph Macon, but i, I got to do this, Sean. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but I have this ongoing joke with one of our texters about the Baycott report. Yes. You know, every time they play a game, whether he plays 10 minutes or 35 minutes, he wants the Baycott report. He wants his stats and obvious <laughs> and shots. So we've been doing that. And then he came up with the idea of the Baycott burger. And okay. originally he had said a Baycott burger with Duke's Blue Devil mayonnaise <laughs> on it. That was back a little ways because obviously he's not a Duke guy. He's a Carolina guy. And it kind of snowballed from there. And we kept going with the Baycott burger and Pig and Brew uh, as a great partner of ours. We figured it would be a great idea and have the Baycott burger. And he could make a little coin once they pass this name, image, and likeness deal and all mm-hmm. of that. So here this morning he heard us rattling on about it. And he came up with what the Baycott Burger would be. Okay, I got to hear this. Yes, and if this wasn't already on Pig and Brew's menu, it should be because this. All right, turkey bacon. Mm. Now I'm not great on that. If you're going to go bacon, go for the real thing, and just go. But I okay. get it; it's healthier, right? It's not it. too bad. The turkey, it's okay. It, it's depending okay, on but... depending on what style, you know, brand of turkey bacon. Okay, very yes. good. We can dive into that as well. But maybe you have two options on the menu, the healthier one and the less healthy one. But in any event, turkey bacon, pepper jack cheese, okay. avocado, mm. and romaine lettuce okay. with, with Carolina barbecue sauce. The avocado I'm not a fan of. Ah, I see. I like avocado. But you the can rest get it without it. avocado, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can I, you know, I could probably deal with the pepper. I'm not. I'm really not a cheese person on a burger. Ah. But okay. I think if you put the barbecue sauce in enough of it, you won't. It kind of will drown <laughs> out the cheese taste. Well, it's just the first shot here, Sean. Okay. We're going to keep it in the kitchen and keep whipping it up a little bit. Okay. But there's at least the first shot I got for you. the Baycott burger. Okay. Virtually, we have put it together. If nothing else, that right could now. Work, People, uh, you know, are drooling at the mouth for lunch already because you, we've mentioned it. You mentioned the Duke mayonnaise. Yeah, this is a, this, this is a really this is. I'm gonna try to tie this all in. My mom actually used to work at the Sea of Sour location on Broad Street here in Richmond. Sure. Yeah, yeah and right by the to, Diamond, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. With the Duke mayonnaise, and like every every Christmas, just about she would kind of like do those gift baskets with the Duke mayonnaise. Wow. Uh, containers in there. Yeah, she had that and the barbecue sauce. Interesting. Yeah. I had never heard of Duke mayonnaise until I came to Richmond. Oh, really? I was a Hellman's guy. Ah, still I have to be honest with you. But Duke's is not a sponsor of ours. Neither is Hellman's. <laughs> I'm not a huge mayonnaise guy to begin with, Me but when either. I am, it's a little bit of the light Hellman's. But Duke mayonnaise is good. I've had it. It's fine. All right, real quick, give us give us a quick sum- summation of what Randolph Macon and Buzz Anthony and Josh Merkel and the whole gang did last night. We we know this is an abbreviated season for them. There's no D3 national tournament, yep. unfortunately, but they did what they were 
asked to do. They won every game on their schedule. Went on the road, won three tournament games to win the conference championship. And I and I, when I mentioned it to Josh last night, I saw it as Buzz Anthony again being Buzz Anthony. He kind of let the game come to him in the first half. He tried to get others involved. They kept it close. They felt out Lynchburg in the first half. And then it was a um, it was a 6-0 run midway in the second half that kind of broke the game open. Buzz Anthony had an a old-fashioned three-point play, and then he kind of took the game over. He had some big shots down the stretch, a couple of assists as well, and um, he was named tournament MVP. I just I just think the guy's a very special player mm-hmm. for Randolph. Mig is probably one of the best you will see at that school, and um, he did what Buzz Anthony has done over the last couple of years. I would not be surprised in this abbreviated season he'll be player of the year in the ODAC again. And that's, I think that's a rare thing, too, back-to-back uh, MVPs in the regular season in the ODAC. Yep, and they are going to get to play. One yes, more they're going to play. It's against Trine. Trine out of Indiana. They're nice. ranked second in the country. The heartland of college basketball. Yeah. One versus two Sunday afternoon at 2.30 at Crenshaw Gym. And, and Josh said something real quick about the fact that I asked him, like, how do they kind of get this together? And they were talking about some things. And he said at first, Trine was offering Macon to come there. And Josh had this smile, and he was like, well, how about you guys come to us? You know. <laughs> and he said before he could even get the question out, they said yes. They had won their tournament championship. They wanted you know, a game or two uh, to play afterwards. And um, perfect setup. Yep. You know, and Randolph-Macon wins theirs. Trine wins theirs. Perfect. Macon is one. Trine is two. Put them on the court, kind of like a bowl game with the Absolutely. VHSL was going to try to do before yep. they decided to play their championships. Yep. But two thirty, so, uh, I I joked great. with uh, Phil. Two thirty, whoo! Tough time on Sunday, but <laughs> you'll find you'll find a way, Sean. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna right. try. Hey, yep. after the break, we're going to talk with the former Randolph Macon head right. coach. He is best known as the head coach of the VCU Rams. Mike Rhodes joins us next on the Sports Hour. Sports, your favorite thing in the world, which means we're your favorite station in the world. Thanks. You're our favorite listener. I guess that makes it official. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Local afternoon sports talk is back on ESPN Richmond. Border to border with Matt Joseph's weekday afternoons at 3. He'll have the headlines of the day, guests to talk about them, your phone calls, and more. Border to border, presented by Colonial Downs Racetrack. Did you know that men over 30 begin to lose 1% of their testosterone each year? ED is just one of the problems associated with low testosterone. There's also weight gain, decrease in muscle mass, lack of energy or passion about life, and a loss of mental sharpness. Testosterone isn't just about sex. It's also about your overall quality of life. So if you have any of these symptoms, you may be a candidate for testosterone replacement therapy. The Men's Wellness Centers specializes in the latest treatment options for low T a highly successful weight loss and energy boosting program and ED treatments with guaranteed results. We take every precaution to protect our patients against exposure to COVID-19 and we remain open to serve you with locations in Newport News, Virginia Beach, or Richmond. Go to menswellnesscenters.com or call them at 804-413-9013. 804-413-9013. That's 804-413-9013. Here's a tip to give your lawn a head start. Apply lime to your lawn. Virginia's soil is highly acidic, but lime helps raise pH levels to strengthen the soil. This tip brought to you by Virginia Green. Get your free estimate now at virginiagreen.com. Hey, this is Lamar Johnson, co-owner of Pig & Brew. We have fish, fried shrimp, a variety of sides, mac and cheese, collard greens, string beans, potato salad. We do pickup, call-in. We're open Wednesday through Saturday, 1 to 8. You can follow us on Instagram at Pig & Brew, or you can go on our website at pigandbrew.com. Make Pig & Brew your new favorite spot. Located south of the James at 1313 Hall Street. Open Wednesday through Saturday, 1 to 8 p.m. Check out the full menu at pigandbrew.com. Lux Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond, 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at LuxChevrolet.com. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. 
It is 8.30. Armando Baycott scored 17 points and had 13 rebounds for North Carolina as the Tar Heels beat 22nd-ranked Virginia Tech 81-73 in the ACC quarterfinals. Justin Mutt scored a season-high 25 points for the Hokies, who were playing just their first game since February 27th after having their last two regular season games canceled due to contract tracing. Earlier in the day, Virginia got a three-point bucket from Reese Beekman at the buzzer to help the Cavaliers move on with a 72-69 win over Syracuse. The Hoos were led by Sam Hauser, who scored 21 points, one of four players in double figures. The Cavs will play Georgia Tech this evening at 6.30. You'll get both of tonight's ACC semifinal games on 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM beginning at 6, while you can catch the Big East semifinals starting at 6.15 on 102.7 ESPN. We'll have a pair of Big Ten championship games starting with their semifinal action today at 11.15 AM. Buzz Anthony scored 20 points for Randolph-Macon to help the Jackets win the ODAC championship with a final score of 70-62 over Lynchburg. He was one of three players to score double figures for RMC, which has now won back-to-back conference titles for the first time since 1990 and 91. Their season isn't over, though. They'll play 17-0 trying at home Sunday afternoon. It's a 2.30 start up in Ashland. The Richmond women's team advances to the A-10 quarterfinals at the Seagull Center with a 58-54 overtime win over George Washington. The Spiders will play the number 3 seed St. Louis tonight at 8 o'clock. Brad Kozlowski on the pole for Sunday's Cup Series race at Phoenix. Chesterfield Sidney Hamlin will start one row back in third. A check in for ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Morning and happy Friday. We'll have plenty of clouds today with a few spotty showers throughout the day. Highs in the lower 70s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt DiNardo. VCU men's basketball coach Mike Rhodes joins Bob and Sean coming up next. The Sport Tuttle continues right here, 99.5-1027 ESPN. This report is sponsored by Mattress Warehouse's Clean Shop Promise. Save up to 50% on almost everything right now at Mattress Warehouse. Plus, get 0% interest financing for 60 months and free delivery on all orders over $7.99. Sleephappens.com. Local sports talk is back in the afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Border to Border with Matt and Joseph's weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Eight thirty-two on the Sports Huddle, 99.5, 102.7 FM, 9.50 AM ESPN. Bob Black, Sean Robertson with you on a feel-good Friday edition of the Sports Huddle. Let's keep the college basketball talk going. We welcome onto the Herman Allen Hotline, the head coach of the VCU Rams, Mike Rose, preparing for Sunday's championship game in Dayton against St. Bonaventure. Mike, appreciate the time with us this morning. How are you? You're welcome. Good morning, fellas. Hey, Mike, uh, can you give us a little bit of a, a background of how you've handled this week? Because this is somewhat uncharted, not somewhat, it is uncharted territory to go from a semifinal game to a championship game in the conference tournament and have a week to prepare for it. What what have you done in this week with your guys? Well, the first couple of days, Bob, we just, you know, was more about our bodies and getting our bodies right. We, you know, of course, going into the, the two games uh, here in Richmond, you know, we were banged up a little bit, so... Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday was about getting bodies right. Uh, you know, Monday and Tuesday we had, um, you know, we had some uh, small group workouts and uh, just working with certain guys on certain stuff and getting them a sweat and moving around, but making sure the bodies are right. And then, you know, yesterday, yesterday and today and tomorrow, you know, we'll have legit practices uh, preparing for St. Bonaventure. So a lot of tape's been watched. Uh, a lot of talking about these guys, playing them t- twice as familiarity. But, you know, this week was about us getting right and now now jumping into the same Bonaventures. Has it been tough, Mike? I mean, I know you need it the time to get guys healthy, but just psychologically and mentally, you know, so used to these games coming rapid fire, and I'm sure there's great yeah. anticipation for this one. Has it been kind of tough to get through maybe a slow-moving week? Honestly, Bob, it hasn't because uh, throughout this year with, with the – the protocols and we've been involved in a lot of cancellations we've had i I think we had four times where we had a full five six seven days until our next game because of some cancellations so i think our guys mentally have handled it very well they're eager to play the game uh but i think i think we've been through it it's just the difference is we're trying to figure out who our next opponent is earlier in the year we know who our opponent is and we know what it's for uh, the excitement of playing is one thing, but we've been through this. So, you know, our guys haven't reacted any differently than throughout the rest of the year, but they are excited to play on Sunday for sure. Hey, Mike, is this team the healthiest they have been probably since the beginning of the year? 
pretty darn close. I want to say I, I want to say we're at a hundred, right? But I, I will say that a lot of guys, especially the guys that will play, you know, some bulk of the minutes or most of the minutes, they feel pretty good and they're in a good place. We had a good practice yesterday where we got up and down and we moved a lot. And afterwards, the guys I went up to the ask who had some bumps and bruises felt pretty good. So. That's a good thing, but you know we we still got to make sure we fall for all the way to Sunday, taking care of our bodies. I don't think I had a chance to talk to you since the A10 honors uh, were announced, and you had several guys be recognized, include Bones, being named A10 Player of the Year, first Ram to win that A10 honor. Can you just speak on how he improved from, let's say, the last game you played a season ago? to where he is right now? Well, number one is he loves to be in the gym, um, without a doubt. I, I just think guys that really improve as quick like he did from one year to the other, they got to be in the gym all the time. they got to work on their game all the time. He just loves to be in the gym. So we practiced yesterday for about an hour and 40 minutes, and you know it was about 40 minutes after that he was still in the gym shooting. So, I mean, that's the type. He just loves to be around the game. He loves to be in the gym with a basketball. So that's, that's number one. Number two, I think, I think he's done a good job in the weight room. Even though he's, he's still skinny, he's gotten stronger. He's gained some weight. But I think him getting stronger helped him mentally as well to push through contact, to play against teams that are going to try to take him, take him out and do different things against him. I, I think he matured that way. And then the third thing, I, I just think he was away from home for a full year. He's growing up on his own. Um, he, he, I think that maturity, pro, you know, the process of maturing and, and, and turning into the man and turning into wanting to do more, that has really helped him. And, uh, you know, he plays in a great system because he's allowed, we let him go. We let him, we let him, you know, we give him the green light to make plays and, He's not always harnessed, and I think that's really important uh, for a player like him that ha- can do things with the ball in his hands. He's had a great year. During your time, during your time in coaching, have you have you had a guy that has improved that greatly in a year? Great question. Put me on the spot. <laughs> You're putting me on the. <laughs> I, I mean, he went for a second there, Mike. <laughs> I mean, he I'm, went from. I'm, Go ahead. I'm getting old, right? I've had so many guys. Travian Graham's improvement from his freshman to sophomore okay, year was unreal. Yeah. Like Bones, uh, you know, Jarrett Mills uh, at Randolph-Macon played with Coach Brunt his freshman to sophomore year. He, you know, he was first-team all-car. He, he, that was pretty impressive. A kid by the name of Kurt Bergman from Pensbury, Pennsylvania. Bob, you know that area up there. Mm-hmm. He, he was a heck of a player. He really improved. But I, one thing I can say about those four guys, right, they lived in the gym. They lived mm-hmm. in the weight room. They, they, they could to continue to get, get better. I think that jump from your freshman to sophomore year is, could be so, uh, so important and such great gains just because you, you mature in so many different ways and you spend a lot of time in the gym. And I was like, going to say two of the guys he mentioned did it from a freshman to a sophomore year like Bones did. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Yep. Mike Rhodes, VCU head coach, with us on the Herman Allen Hotline on the on the Sports Huddle, ninety nine five one zero two seven FM, nine fifty AM, ESPN. Uh, what makes St. Bonaventure so tough, Mike? I mean, two of the more eye opening, intense games of the year were the two that you played with them. I know you don't want to remember the first one as much. The first half you do, not so much the second half, and then the three point game at the Siegel Center. Uh, what makes them the team that they are this year? Well, the number one is they have really good players. Right, they're really good players that have played a lot since their freshman year, so they're very mature and experienced. They're very efficient. Uh, they they do a specific thing on on defense, and 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 they're good at it. And they have a shot blocker, Osuni. I mean, he can block shots and defend that rim at a high level. They also have other guys with strength that they can really cause problems. And then offensively, I think Coach Schmidt does a, a phenomenal job with getting guys shots where. They, you know, where they can make them, where they could succeed. They have uh, a lots of plays to, you know, to counter what you try to do uh, against them. I, and efficiency is the word I use. I just think they don't beat themselves. If if we're going to win on Sunday, we have to go beat St. Bonaventures because they're not going to beat themselves. And uh, that just tells you about what type of coach uh, Mark is. 
Can you take us a little behind the scenes of what your whole makeup is for this weekend? I, I assume that obviously your focus is on Sunday, but even beyond that, the whole point of this thing at Dayton was to get you right to Indianapolis, wasn't it? Yeah, well, you know, we talked about to go, Bob, we, we talked about pursuing a championship, right? To pursue a championship, it's not coming to you. You got to go get it. So everything we do this week is about pursuing a championship. And the one thing I told the guys uh, yesterday after practice, I said, go back to your room and pack and pack for a while. Because <laughs> you win a championship, then we're on the Indianapolis and we're in the NSA tournament. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. So, you know, that's our mindset. Let's go do this. Not let's see what happens. Uh, and I, I've never seen a team that a, a championship falls on their laps. You, you, you got to go get it. So, you know, that's how we play. That's our culture of our program. You know, let's go make things happen. So let's do it. That, you know, that's sort of the mindset, uh, but still be us. Uh, what we've been doing this year has worked. And honestly, the first game against St. Bonaventures, if we don't go through that second half, Bob, we're not where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. That was one of the best uh, growing points of the season. I think we really responded from that second half in a positive way, and it's really helped us and propelled us to, to move and, and get where we're at now. So we're putting all that together, but you know, we have a chance to pursue a championship. Let's go do it. What would you like to see from your team, Mike, especially in those first, let's say, 10 minutes of the half coming off of this break? Yeah, just be us, right? Uh, be us, uh, our style of play. You know, be be aggressive and and uh, making making sure you know the game plan uh, is to play our style of basketball. And uh, of course, there's going to be times where the game gets slowed down because that's what St. Bonaventures does. Then let's sit down and play defense. And you know, we've been a really good defensive team throughout this year. We have to do it in a championship game at a high level against an efficient offense. So. You know, we got to make make sure we you know pack our defense for sure. But to me, to me, it's about being aggressive and you know sort of let our hair down and go. And I hope we really see that to start the game. Hey, Mike, uh, finish up with you. Let's get back to prep for that game. But uh, before the break, I said our next guest coming up is the former head coach at Randolph-Macon. And I assume this morning you're probably not too sorry to be introduced in that regard after what your former team did last night and ran through the uh, ODAC season unbeaten. No, I, I never am, uh, without a doubt. Uh, what a great job by Josh Merkel. And, and you know, he, I think he's taken the program to a whole other level. And uh, to win back-to-back, I think what uh, last time that was with Coach Nunley, with, with David Kagey and guys like that, and, and uh, pretty, pretty awesome. Um, but, you know, that place has been winning for a long time. Josh has taken to a whole other level and recruit great kids, recruit good players that want to be a part of a family. That's, that's the Randolph making way for a long time. And, and then, as you guys know, you have a player like Buzz Anthony, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to win a lot of games. He's a special player. I think he's one of the best players that's ever played at at Randy Mack, and, and uh, I think everyone's seeing that. Pretty awesome. I, I feel really, really good for everybody at, at Randolph-Macon. All right, Mike Rhodes, go back to focusing in on St. Bonaventure on Sunday. Really appreciate the time this morning. You guys have a great weekend. Thank you. Thank you, Thanks, Mike. Mike. Mike Rhodes, the head coach of the VCU Rams, as we said, getting set for the Sunday game against St. Bonaventure. It's a 1 o'clock game. It is on CBS 6, uh, Sean Station, obviously. <laughs> uh, so you can tune in and watch that. All right, Mike on the Herm- Herman Allen Hotline, brought to you by our good friends at Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, serving the Richmond community for more than 50 years. Give them a call at 804-746-5853 or online at hermanallenplumbing.com. Two things that I draw out of that, Sean, real quick before we get to the break, number Number one was the way he identified the second half of that St. Bonaventure game as a turning point in their season in a positive way, even though it was a negative, miserable experience in that second half. And then secondly, uh, the point about being off all week and having already done this several times this year, I do think that's going to help them come Sunday afternoon that they have been through this before and we won't see perhaps the rustiness that we saw like in a Virginia Tech in last night's game against North Carolina. In some ways that's apples and oranges because of what you can do on the court and what you can't do when you're on a COVID pause, but I do think that's probably in their advantage also. That's big because he can he can go back and, and look at what they did during that time, what he liked what he didn't like pull away from some of that and then go up there to Dayton and say hey you know what it's, it's another basketball game but it's a lot of stakes on the line but we got to treat it like a normal 
a normal game, essentially, and just go back to those past experiences. And I think VCU can draw from those. All right. Both teams are going to the NCAA tournament. We know no that. Question. I know how I know how Coach Rhodes had to speak, but their bags are packed no matter what happens on Sunday. But yes, they want to go try and win a championship, obviously, and they're going anyway. Yeah. And it will probably affect their seed. The, the winner will probably get a little bit of a higher seed, although I forget who it was who was talking with us earlier this week, Sean, who said he almost hopes St. Bonaventure loses. He was a St. Bonaventure guy. It might have been a buddy of Scott Jackson's yesterday when he was on with us because he's fearful that the winner of that game Sunday is going to rise to an 8 or 9, which probably. is the toughest seeds that you want, right? First yep. of all, it's the most competitive game of the first round, and then your reward for winning that game is the number one seed in your bracket. So I kind of get that thinking, but at the end of the day, when they tip that thing up at UD Arena 1 o'clock on Sunday, you want to win that game. No question. I mean, you want to win the, the, the conference championship, but I think if you're one of those two teams, double-digit seed probably is not that bad. I think those... Those teams, you're going to see several upsets involving teams from 10 to probably 14 Mm -hmm. in this year's bracket. So if you're in 10 or an 11, I don't think that'll be a bad draw whatsoever because those five, six, and seven seeded teams, I don't think there's a huge gap between them and the double-digit seeds this year. Hey, let me take one call before we get to the break because I already put him off once to get to Mike Rhodes. I'm sure he understands that because Reggie is a very understanding person. 804-521-8501. Hi, Reg. How are you? Hey, gentlemen. It's just um, interesting, Sean, that NBA Open Court yesterday uh, ran a special about different players who played in the NBA being, of course, Ben Wallace and also Rick Mahorn and um, also the young man from Norfolk State. But um, it seems like maybe it's me, but Mr. Um, owner of the New York Knicks seems like he does not understand Patrick Ewing is a well-known figure in Madison Square Garden after that great win against Villanova. Um, what is wrong with Mike Dolan? It seems like he don't like his old players. Oh, you're opening up a can of worms here, Reggie. This is going to be a great sports talk conversation. Did you see that last night, Sean? I you know, saw it. I heard the sound, and yeah. I I stood up for Patrick Ewing because I was a diehard Georgetown fan growing up. Oh, I how are we friends, Sean? Oh, I, I was, man. Oh, John Thompson, Patrick Ewing, Reggie Williams, Alonzo Mourning, those colors, man. Oh, yeah, I was. I was a huge, I was a huge, and I could not stand St. John's. I'm sorry. That well, I'm okay the, with that part. Yeah. The St. John's part. To, I mean, I know the Georgetown. That was the oh. that was a competitive, yeah, nasty rivalry. In that too, Sean. Those Syracuse in that yeah. too. Oh, sorry. What? Oh. <laughs> no, I did. I didn't like. I didn't like St. John's more than I didn't like Syracuse. I liked Pearl Washington. Pearl was Pearl was a mm-hmm. Pearl was yep. a wizard on the yep. court, but I could not stand. St. John's. So when George and they used to put Georgetown and St. John's on CBS early on a Saturday, and I would see those games and I would be rooting all the way for Georgetown. So yeah, when, uh, when he said why that, why treat the brother like that, man? I mean, Patrick, you and why they treat the brother like when they, that? Bob? When he said that last, I'm like, wait a minute, he's got to get stopped. I'm like, really? Yes, he has to get stopped. <laughs> Patrick Ewing, for goodness sake. Now, wait, you know, hold on a second. (laughs) Wait a second. No. No, wait a minute. If the word that ESPN.com used, and I don't know if this is accosted, accosted. Do we really think Patrick Ewing was accosted? Okay? If that was the case, first of all, if that was the case, Patrick Ewing would would stomp on him. No. No, I'm sure some security guard said, I need to see your pass. Is that so difficult to wear the pass around your – Especially in the tournament. I mean, because every coach – yeah, every yeah, coach would have the badge. Every coach it's would have the badge, outrage. the tournament pass. <laughs> it's an outrage, right, Reggie? Outrage. But he's saying it's in his home I'll building. I'm saying, son, we need to have an investigation here, son. It's <laughs> but, outrage. But, there, but there's oh, one thing he did Congo, say. They're going to take that off there. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's one thing he did say that I didn't 100% agree to say he, you know, he was a man that built Madison Square Garden. There's a guy <laughs> named Willis Reed, I think, that would have something to say about that. <laughs> I mean, he did win a championship with the Knicks. I'm just saying. Yep. I mean, uh, I couldn't. Uh, yeah, no, I you, mean, I don't know what really happened. Two, but he ain't win one. I mean, Willis Reed with a with a bad hip. You know, I'm just yeah. saying. Number 19 kind of, I think may have made. You know, could have said something like, "I put some foundation <laughs> inside the garden." I'm just saying. 
wear the damn badge. Okay? <laughs> Everybody else wears the, the thing around their neck or can pull it out of their pocket to get past the security person in the back halls of any building in the – I know it's the Mecca and it's the greatest entertainment center in the world, all of that. But, you know, here's what I'm going to say. I will bet there are security people in that building who know nothing about sports. And that was the other thing, Nothing too. about yep. college bet. They're there to do their jo- – and, and they and don't know. know. Believe it or not, Patrick Ewing, not everybody in the world knows your face. Now, here's the other thing, Bob. If they don't have pictures of Patrick Ewing up at the garden, so the security guys, security people will say, oh, that's him. Okay, then something is wrong with that, too. Right. But I totally I, agree I with know. you. If you, you know where the, the bad pass. how hard is I that? I mean, Bob Black does it at the Robin Center. You ain't know who Bob Black is. I got my pass on. But, but he has to wear his pass. I guess Especially you. this year, Sean. Especially yeah. this year with everything that's going on. That's true. You, you gotta wear it. But it was I it mean. was a funny it was a funny quote though. It was. It was a funny quote. But I, I I'm with you. But on I that. think I, Ewing was serious. Right, guys? I do <sighs> think he was serious that why are they stopping me in my building? Like you said. It's not his building. Yeah. I mean he he was maybe <laughs> tongue in cheek. I mean he looked I hope serious. He was. I hope he was joking, but yeah. I think in that situation with COVID, I mean, you're, I mean, security is at the, at the utmost, right? At this point, I hope he was. I hope it was a tongue in cheek, like, you know, do you know who I am? But I totally get what you what you're doing. But yeah, you see, this is why I can't trust a Georgetown Hoya because the night before, <laughs> I watched his post game interview after they won the first game. And I thought he was great. I said it on the air yesterday. I'm like, this is not the Patrick Ewing I grew up to hate playing with Georgetown. And he was mean and a chip on his shoulder, which made him so good. I get yes, it. He, yeah. And John Thompson, uh, the late great coach, you know, kept him under wraps and kept him mm-hmm. mean. And, and, and that was not the guy I watched on television two nights ago. I was actually actually liking. Believe I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> every, every Syracuse person should slap me in the face. I was actually liking Patrick Ewing for the – minute and a half interview that he did on fs1 the other night now i'm back to where i was <laughs> boo georgetown i hate georgetown oh, wow i hate georgetown but they knocked oh yeah they knocked out villanova and, and bill fitzgerald who's our our lead anchor at uh at six and eleven he's not a fan he's not happy that this morning that why uh, is he a villanova guy oh huge yeah i like villanova too yeah huge villanova yeah. fan right. Philly guy. reggie i assume is gone at this point oh sorry, sorry we, that's reggie. all right we out talked him this morning all right <laughs> All right, let's take the break. Eight fifty-two. Wear your pass, Sean. Whenever, wherever you go, and you're as well known in Richmond yeah. as Patrick Ewing is in New York. You'll wear your pass. And we have. I wore my wristband uh, yesterday for the eight <laughs> ten women's tournament and the men's tournament. We had to have those on yep. to, to get access into the Siegel Center and the Robin Center. So, uh, like I said, hopefully he was joking, but he had that stoic look on he his face. Did. Like, I'm really serious about that. So, hopefully, you know, it's better. Today, when they when they play in the uh, is this is this the quarters or the semis? So uh, this today. would be the semis today. Oh, it's the semis. So the final is on Saturday too. Okay, Saturday. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the headline on ESPN.com doesn't lead or lend to any joking. Ewing miffed at being accosted by MSG security. Yeah. There's no joking in the words miffed and accosted and accosted. Right? Yeah. He, I, like I said, the the his facial expressions. Show that he was he was seriously and genuinely upset. I hope it was just the look, and he there was a there was some joking. I hope there was so. some tongue in cheek on that. So. Well, we'll see later today because you yep. know they'll probably do an interview. This will be talked about on <laughs> FS1, and hopefully he has a conversation with somebody. Be like, okay, I was I was kind of joking, but there yep. was some seriousness to it as well. Just wear the pass. <laughs> and what they've done is remarkable to, to win the couple of games. Yeah. They've won and try and rebuild that program. All right, break time. Enough of Patrick Ewing and Georgetown. <laughs> Sean may or may not be back on the other side of the break now that he's Hoya, Hoya. But I mean, Alonzo oh. Mourning, he's a, you know, a, you know, from the 757. He's a Virginia oh. guy. I had to. Those Goodbye, are some good times back there. I know, but I Only, know you being Syracuse. I get it. I get it. Only Mitchell is saving you on this program. <laughs> Break time, sports title, 99.5, 1027 ESPN. Go Orange. <laughs> ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic update brought to you by Staples Stores. A crash still with us, giving us a bit of a fit on Woods Edge Road at Ruffin Mill Road in Colonial Heights in Chesterfield. Pipe replacement blocking off the roadway, Centralia Road between Lost Forest Drive and Chalkley Road. And construction on I-64 around Airport Drive, so a bit of an issue. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. 
Staples has everything you need to be organized and productive like home office furniture, the latest tech, and organization supplies all at amazing prices. Get a fresh start with big savings from Staples. This update is brought to you by Uptown Alley Richmond. 38 lanes of bowling, 60 video games, live music, great food, and daily fun for the whole family. Online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com. So what's your favorite thing about sports? The excitement, the action, or the five-meat pizza and cold six-pack? Bingo. That's what we thought. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. This update is brought to you by Pig & Brew Barbecue, authentic North Carolina-style barbecue located south of the James, 1313 Hull Street, or online at pigandbrew.com. Hi, it's me, Gia Peppers. Tune in to More Than That with me live this weekend or catch the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This week, I'm talking to curator and author Kimberly Drew, one of the co-founders of Art Noir, Larry Osei-Mensa, and my personal friends and founders of Black Market Vintage, Kiana Stewart and Jana Handy. More Than That is brought to you by P&G. You can learn more about P&G's commitment to acts of good for 2021 at png.com slash take on race. Lead with love. One of the critical parts of this work is that it really forces us to encounter the nuances of Black stories. It's not just hashtag joy all the time. I always say, what is your why? Understand why you do it, because then that's what's going to be your motivation in the moments where things aren't going well. We created a book that is as much about joy as it is about grieving, that is as much about art as it is about food, and that is as much about the present as it is about the future. Lexus of Richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility. Tens of thousands of happy Lexus owners would agree. The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, new showroom, spacious customer lounge, enclosed service lane, and a technology team. Experience amazing during the Invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond. The best way to describe Mickey D's new crispy chicken sandwich is crispy, juicy, tender. And yes, it's all one word. Think of it this way. Crispy, juicy, tender is like five-lit smacking. Trap bass, crunk, chow tea, ooh-wee, bay bestie boo, and then some. You get the point. Crispy, juicy, tender chicken with crinkle-cut pickles all on a buttery potato bun. It's everything you could want in a chicken sandwich. McDonald's new crispy chicken sandwich. Get in tune and order ahead in the McDonald's app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's. Looking for a fast, affordable lunch in the fan district? Ariana's Italian Grill is your spot. Stop by for homemade sub sandwiches hot off the grill, plus fries and soda for just $7.99. Philly cheesesteaks, eggplant parmesan, meatball subs, or maybe a turkey ham pastrami club. In the mood for pizza? How about a lunch special with two huge slices of one-topping pizza with a soft drink for just $4.99? Home of the RBA's best Italian dishes, pizza and subs. Ariana's Italian Grill at 700 North Shepherd Street in the Fan District. Make them your new fast, affordable lunch stop. You run a business and you need better wireless. Three words, no more compromise. With the T-Mobile Business Advantage, you get the largest 5G network, award-winning customer support, and insanely great value. No trade-offs. Right now, get up to 90 days of unlimited free on business plans when you switch via bill credits. Stop in to find out more. Plus taxes and fees for some plans. Complete port within 60 days. Customers over 50 gigabytes per month have lower speeds during congestion. Video at 480p unlimited on our network. See T-Mobile.com for 5G devices coverage and plan details. Listening to this Allstate commercial about savings might be the hardest thing about getting those savings. Save for simply becoming an Allstate customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. Allstate. Minimum effort, maximum reward. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-bys is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Northbrook, Illinois. Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams are making their final push. Top C's are preparing for what they hope is a long run. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. 
Bet $4 on the underdog, win $256 if they win. It's that simple. That's bet $4 on the underdog and select college basketball games. And if they win, you collect $256. The bank is open. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WXGI when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code WXGI for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, 